Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan, it is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Coming up for the next hour, at an experts draft, we're going to go over and review. All in kid Jake Seeley was in it last night, shot me over the draft board, a friend would do. We'll talk about this, break this down, look at Jake picks, look at some of the other picks. I'll be honest, I've seen some of them, and I'm like, a lot of these experts ain't ready for fantasy football yet, so I start ripping some of them. I don't go tweeting them, telling my old fantasy executive taking shots at you, because so what? I don't care, you feel what I mean? Because I'm going to do it anyway, and then y'all going to join, and, you know, whatever. So, telephone number to get involved, 844-843-6879, no keepers, People questions this time of year can be uh, pretty hot and heavy. Let me welcome in my uh, co-host, no Matt Medica today, but I'll, I'll get to that later. Uh, all in kid, Jake Seeley. Jake, what's good with you, my man? How, how did you go last night in this draft? Uh, so, <laughs> this is going to be a perfect example of saying, you know, the, a lot of players that we've talked about so far that I'm not really fond of. Yeah. But when it comes to value and it comes to doing what you need to do in drafts, I, I don't love this team. Honestly, I don't. But I still like it in comparison to a lot of these teams. I'm looking at I'm looking at it and we'll get into it and we'll break it down a little bit. I've seen some some most I see a lot of your guys on here and I see um some players that I like. I see some players I don't like. I've seen some players that we talked about, so we'll discuss it. Uh what you did at three six, that's that's criminal right there. And if that's gonna be happening in drafts, exactly. then it's gonna be then it's gonna be a long season if y'all gonna give it away like that. So like I said, we want to get you on the telephones. We're going to break down this draft. 844-843-6879. I'll give you a little tease on that one, Corey. I had that person in my queue since, like, the sixth pick of the second round. I, Greg, I was, about, I was about to say Greg. Jake, I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. I was thinking that, you know what? If you would have took him in two. So, listen, we're going to get to that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Filling in Matt Medica not here today. Filling in for Matt Medica. Uh, we got young Cardano, Mike Cardano Jr. He's in the Get Money Corner. Mike, uh, how you doing, sir? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Are you excited to be up here with us today? Absolutely. Well, I'm glad to hear that. It's hot in this joint. They got a little fan over there. Um, I'm going to move that. In, in the first break, I'm going to take that fan, move that fan by me. Oh, hold, hold on, Corey. Yeah. Everybody always talks about me with Dane in the morning, not sounding like, like I'm excited despite the fact that I say so. Mike Mike takes the cake over here. No, no, Are you no. excited that, to be here? Yeah, absolutely. No, no, that sure. was, that, no, Jake, that was, you know what I'm saying? You give him Come first, on, Mike. first opportunity, not as a guest, but in a in a hosting position. You know what I mean? Coming up from the taxi squad, and I'm like, "Are oh, you excited to be?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm pretty excited." Is that as excited as you can get, Mike? Oh no! <laughs> then he give me a two word. No, nah, I'm good. All right, so here we go. <laughs> He's like Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you do have a very uh Shaq like demeanor. You don't know. You Google me, Chuck. Google me. All right, let's get rock and rolling. <laughs> Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott. I like Ezekiel Elliott at the five. I go Zeke, no high. I go Zeke at three. So that, that Jake, you take Saquon Barkley as your pick. 
You leave uh, do you leave um, Hopkins, Kamara, and Hunt on the board. You're, you, this is where you at with this is where you're at with Barkley. And if you're at this spot in the draft and Barkley's there, you're going to do this nine to ten times, correct? Mm, pretty much. I actually was just waiting on the pick before me. I actually, it's surprisingly enough, and you'll like this, Corey. Proof that no ties to your team exist when I play fantasy football is I've taken Zeke ahead of Barkley every time I've been there with Zeke on the board. If they would have taken, uh, who was drafting Jules? If Jules would have taken Barkley, I, I had Zeke ready to go. I have no problem taking him, and I have no problem taking him if you want him to be the second, third running back off the board. Because if you look at it, he's he's a decent pass catcher and people yep. are ignoring what he does in PPR. He's been number three in points per game the last two seasons in PPR with different people interchanging in front of him. But he's been number three both times in points per game. I have no problem with Zeke. And yeah, I, this is why I want a top seven pick. Because for me, I know it differs for some people. I have the six running backs and Antonio Brown. I want one of the running backs. You know that. I, I don't have a problem taking Antonio Brown. But I want one of the six. Camaro would be the, the seventh person if I went there. I would take him over Hopkins. When you look at Young Cardano, when you look at how this draft starts with the big running backs going off the board and Antonio Brown, and then you get Jake coming in at the sixth pick in the draft going with Saquon Barkley. What do you think of this? Is, is that too high for Barkley for you? And, and, would you? and would you consider Antonio Brown in the point per reception at 1-1? No, I don't think this is too high for Barkley. Um, I think he's going to get a fantastic workload as a rookie. Um, I do like Antonio Brown. I like the point that he made about Elliott. His pass catching is underrated, and he's got the best offensive line, arguably, in, the, in football. Um, but definitely, Barkley, that's a great pick. All right, so then after Jake takes Barkley, we start to see, well, we see one wide receiver go off the board in DeAndre Hopkins and Kareem Hunt. Then we get Alvin Kamara. Kamara over Hunt. Listen, Hunt over Kamara. I would take Kamara over Hunt. I think we're splitting hairs with that one. I would take Hunt over Barkley. I got Barkley a little bit farther down, even though I do want to have some uh, exposure to the young man in the first round this year. After Kamara goes, we get the two other big wide receivers in Odell Beckham and Julio Jones, followed up by Michael Thomas. So Beckham Jones and Thomas in the first round, Jake. And my thinking is Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette should have ended the first round on instead of these wide receivers, in my opinion. I would include Melvin Gordon. So it, you the you, first you said uh, you said uh, you wouldn't. I would. Oh no, I said I, I said I, I I put Melvin. Oh, Gordon I missed in Gordon. There. I oh, heard the good. other two. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh, basically, like looking at the first round, and it's nitpicking. Gordon was the first pick of the second round. I was surprised. I was actually annoyed that Dalvin Cook fell as far as he did to Gary Davenport. I was like, that's great value. I even said so in the draft. Leonard Fournette is another good example because he's catching over 30, 40 passes last year, and he missed three games. Yeah. I, I don't understand why people hate on Leonard Fournette so much in PPR, thinking that he's only going to be this lead running back, touchdown monster. Like People forget the fact that he, he catches passes. So I'm with you. Uh, I'd probably put Fournette right at the beginning of the second round. Like for me personally, if I would just do the first round and it would have been my first 12 picks, I'm with you. I would have dropped Jones and Thomas to the second round. I would have moved Cook and Gordon up. And then Thomas Jones and Fournette are all kind of right there as the first three picks in the second round. And then Adams and the rest. But, but I get that. That's nitpicky. You would leave Odell just, Beckham in the first round. I honestly, because right now, like if we're drafting two months from now and he's out there running around 100 percent, you feel good. Absolutely. No it's, so it's it's your banking right now is that injury optimism that he is 100 percent on young Cardano. When you look at that back half of the first of the, of the first round with Kamara and Hunt and those three wide receivers, what do you think of those three wide receivers? They were the your first round and in your personal drafts this year. How are you trying to come out of the first two rounds? You going running back wide receiver, best player available or you, would you consider running back running back? Um, I've struggled with running backs in my drafts. 
I haven't been able to like get solid running backs. So personally, in my first two picks, I'd like to have two solid running backs, okay. especially in PPR. Um, I am a little worried about Beckham just because of the injury and all of that. But a guy I really like is, and I think he could even go late first round, is Keenan Allen at the receiver. I'm really high on the Chargers this year. Um, and again, I think Michael Thomas and Julio Jones are also um, late first round talents. But I think you could actually slide Allen for Beckham this situation. Oh, so you would go, you would go out. Now, you know, Allen has had his injury concerns too. You trust him a little bit more than you trust Beckham? I, I'm just high oh, on the Chargers Oh, you're just like extremely year. high on yeah. Allen this year. I am, yeah. I even like Melvin Gordon too. I think the Chargers are going to be fantastic. All right, so do you, you got the Chargers winning that division. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you got to step up to me, Corey. I have the Chargers in the Super Bowl, so. Wow. You, y'all are really on the Los Angeles Chargers, the Clippers. They started, team. they started 0-4, I think, last year. And the only yeah. reason they went 0-4 was because that guy, Young Ho, couldn't kick. <laughs> That's true. His name that is, is true. Young Ho? Tell, tell me where the weakness is Koo? on that team, Corey. That's the problem. Where's the team? They're, they have no weakness. I, I, what do you think? I don't know. If Maybe head, tight end until Antonio Gates gets there. I don't think the head coach is strong enough to take them to the AFC Championship game this year. I look at the That's division. Fair. I look at the division as being a dogfight division with Kansas City. And Denver in that division also. Some people might not be on Denver. I think Oakland is going to put up a fight. I think that division could cannibalize each other. So that's why I see. I, I find it. I think it's going to be difficult for a team to come out of that division and go all the way to the Super Bowl. You got to go into New England and beat the Patriots, but you're not going to have that record because they'll have the home field advantage because of, of that. So I think that's a tough part of it. But I, I think the Chargers are just as good as any other team in the AFC. Not in the Chargers New England Saints, Patriots. 2018. All right, I'm going to break that down. Do you have a Super Bowl prediction, uh, Young Cardano, already? Not yet, right. but I would not be too hesitant to put the Chargers up there. Hey, Young Cardano, are you familiar with this with this uh, uh, rapper that passed that got killed yesterday? XX, yeah. What is his name? XXX Tension. Ten, XXX Tension. Yeah. So I know the one jam. I didn't know the name of the song, but I know I heard it before. The joint sad. That's the one I'm familiar with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jake, are you familiar with this with this uh, MC? Hadn't heard of him until yesterday. Yeah, I didn't hear. Like I, I knew, I've heard, I knew he was in that. That I don't want to call it. He's in that set with those new young rappers like Lil Xan, Lil Pump. Obviously, their leader being Takashi Six Nine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who I think is the most talented out of that group, whatever. But I didn't know. I seen him before, and you know, from what I like, these kids are rapping about a lot of Percocets and and drugs and stuff like that. So my era, they <laughs> rapped about selling drugs. This era raps about using drugs. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, drugs still involved. But you are a, a, fan, a, fan, a fan of his music? I wasn't a big fan of him, but he does have a huge impact on the rap industry. Really? He did, yeah. All right, cool. So you got killed out in Broward County, Florida. Was his son from Florida? I, I'm not sure, but there's a ton of conspiracy theories on, like, how oh. he got shot and stuff with the whole, like, you know, the whole Drake and Pusha T beef. He wasn't involved in that, though. No, but, like, Drake, like, in one of his lines said, like, I'm going to shoot XX. And now oh. everyone's, like, freaking out. Oh, it's a conspiracy. That name, yeah, well, whatever. I don't, I, that's crazy right there. Drake so his name is actually XXX, not Triple X? Is X, no, it's XXX. Three X's. It's three X's. Right. Everybody but call him X. Say, yeah, everyone just calls him X. But he, yeah. he says the X's. That's what I, not, I, was, I was asking. I was asking if he says them or if you got to say like, every uh, single one, yeah. You have that's, to say XXX Tenacion or whatever. Yeah. All right, cool. You filled me in on that. Well, I'm sorry to see that happen to the young man. All right, let's get back, Jake. All right, so second round, Jake. Uh, once we see those wide receivers go off the board to end the first, 
You get Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams, our guy to start the, to start the second. Then you pull A.J. Green up the board. Then Dalvin Cook goes, followed by Leonard Fournette. Listen, I like that. Gary Davenport, that Kareem Hunt, Dalvin Cook start. I like that. I like the way that sets up. Corey Benini, that DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Leonard Fournette start. I like that one a lot, too. Yep. Jake, love your start. Saquon Barkley. You grab Mike Evans here. Would you say that Mike Evans needs to, needs to bounce back this year? Because I'm like, what he did last year wasn't as good as it was in 2016, but I wouldn't poo-poo what he did last season either. Uh, it needs to bounce back to a degree. Yeah, I was actually, like I said, I was frustrated. I thought Cook was almost going to make it to me, and then Leonard Fournette with the pick right in front. I was going to start running back, running back, if either one of them were there. So I was a little bit frustrated. Uh, the Mike Evans, I mean, I could see somebody if they wanted to go with Doug Baldwin instead, or even, uh, I forget, Adam Thielen was the other wide receiver that was close. But to your point, just two years ago, he was number two, even in PPR. And then last year, he was still wide receiver 13. So, yes, he does need to bounce back a little bit. But I look at it, the fact is also of what I've been saying this entire time and why I love getting Jameis Winston this year. Jameis Winston was on pace for almost 5,000 yards last year over his starts. And he missed part of the season. He was not getting as many touchdowns as you should when you're throwing for that many yards. This team was just off all year long. The running game never really got anywhere with that backfield. You have Ronald Jones that should bring some consistency there. There, which opens up the passing game. The two tight ends with O.J. Howard is next year. And I know a lot of people think the other direction. They always think like, oh, there's only one ball to go around. But they sometimes forget that you become more efficient when the defense has to respect other positions more. And they can't just hang all over Mike Evans the entire game. So I think he does. I think he will bounce back. Does he get back to number two or number three? Probably not. But if he's the, you know, what, ninth wide receiver off the board in PPR, I think that's a great spot to have him. He could easily be a top five again. Memorial Tuesday here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy, 844-843-6879. Bavona, when somebody gets on the, uh, on, on the phone, just get in my ear instead of putting it in the chat, too. Um, I, you, I, got, I got you covered, my man. Taylor is in Georgia. Taylor, what's good with you? Welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. How can we help you, sir? What's going on, guys? I uh, just had a question. How do you guys approach, like, a super flex or two-quarterback league in the draft? I know there's, like, you can wait later on and get – talent later in the draft but would you want to pay up to get one of the more elite quarterbacks in the first few rounds all right so here's the thing i don't i don't play in many super flex leagues taylor but what i will tell you is this i think you definitely want to come out the first round with one of the elite level quarterbacks i would say that for certain i don't know let me say out of those first two rounds you want to get one of the elite level quarterbacks here's the thing about these drafts if the player if the guy who drafts first picks a quarterback it's going to be a quarterback running the first round if that guy does not pick a quarterback, then you kind of got to play the field and see. If you're on the turn, you better grab a quarterback, though, Jack, because yeah, middle of the yeah. rounds can eat those drafts up. Jake, how do you handle it? Same thing. So the first round, you don't have to. The first two rounds, I'm with this is similar to a bell cow, but even more so for the quarterback is Superflex or Superflex is essentially a two quarterback league. You just don't have to get killed by buys if you're in a 12 team league. So you need a quarterback in the first two rounds. And I, it doesn't even have to be elite. If there is a quarterback run and you're at the end of the first round, like you just said, Corey, like even close to the turn and you have to reach and still take I don't know, like Andrew Luck with his, maybe not even Andrew Luck because of the injury concerns, but somebody in that Andrew Luck, like the eight, ninth, tenth quarterback range, Matthew Stafford. If you don't do it, at least on the second round on the way back, as you just said, Corey, if you're waiting until the end of the third, oh. you're going to be left with nothing at quarterback. You're going to be trying to piece together Eli Manning and Tyrod Taylor, and one, Tyrod Taylor might not have a job. You're going to have Eli Manning and Sam Donald, Eli Manning and, and, and taking a game. You no, know, you're going to have a huge question at one of those quarterbacks. No so doubt that's, about it. that's why you got to come out of the first two rounds with a quarterback. That's definitely how – that's the uh, way that I would handle it. And thanks a lot for the phone call, Taylor. Um. 
Young Cardano, what do you you do? You do any super flexes? You into it? Super flex thing? Can you I, comment on it? I've never done one, but I agree with you guys. I think it's definitely important to get a solid quarterback in the first few rounds because if not, you're screwed. Hold, hold on, time out, Corey. I need to do a quick celebration. What's up? What happened? Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat Jake Bestball, and the draft just started at one o'clock. The ninth pick, Saquon Barkley fell to me at the ninth pick. Look at this, Jake is racking up all the Saquon Barkley shares. At the ninth pick, tell me you wouldn't take him at the ninth pick. Oh yeah, I would take him at nine all the time, unless Zeke's still on the board, and no, he probably not gonna be there. No. All right, so here we go. We off and rolling fantasy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Um, young Cardano sitting in for Matt Medica, all in kid Jake Sealy. When we come back on the other side, whoever's in my ear right now is very loud. When we come back on the other side. Get into some more from this draft and tell you what player Jake took in the third round. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Hate me now, but I won't stop now. Hey, fancy football friends, the FNTSY radio got the all in kid, got young Cardano, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. I'd like to get you on the telephone lines 844-843-6879. Young Cardano, they in the chat room talking about you. They're saying it's nepotism at work. It's not nepotism. You I came downstairs and I got you, right? Sir. Here you go. It's not nepotism. Yeah, he does, and, he, and he does have the radio voice. Um, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get into. I got some questions that I, I want to get into. I have a follow up from yesterday. You remember the, the shoot, the shot shooting discussion? I'm gonna follow that up. But first, I want to. I want to do what we promised to do. I want to get into Jake's third round pick in this draft. So let's hop right back into it. So after you take Mike Evans, you see Doug Baldwin go off the board. This is the highest I've seen Doug Baldwin so far this draft season. Normally he comes in the middle of the third. So I'm trying to figure out. What happened to push Doug Baldwin this far up the board? Basically, what I can see right now is the fact that those three wides went in the third. You have A.J. Green, Devontae Adams push up. But what happened to make Baldwin, like, where, why did Baldwin push up so high that Jules took Baldwin with the second pick, with the eighth pick of the second round? Tenth wide receiver off the board. Uh, That's probably what, I mean, yeah. Like uh, I, I don't know if I would make him the tenth wide receiver off the board, but at that point, I could. I'm not going to nitpick and say he should have been four wide receivers later, like with T.Y. Hilton and his question. I mean, this Andrew Luck, so you know T.Y. Hilton could be wide receiver five or wide receiver thirty-five. Uh, that's a like Adam Thielen. There's a big question to depending on who wins that third spot because you could have Thielen pushed into the slot or pushed outside depending on if it's Treadwell or Wright. So I mean, you're talking about all these like Tyreek Hill with Watkins there, like. I'm not going to debate that much about him being wide receiver 10. I think the upside that people are hoping for is there's no Jimmy Graham, and you're hoping for more. So, okay, so I'm going to throw this out to both of y'all because um, 
I, I talk a lot about roster construction, and I think Jules McClain, she's from the high-stakes arena. She's a fabulous player, does some good work. I do not like this pick, and I think this pick shows a lack of roster construction. She takes Elliott in the first round. You come back, you take Doug Baldwin as your wide receiver one. I would have took Christian McCaffrey because in a PPR, which I'm guessing this is, Jake, Christian McCaffrey yeah. may not be a wide receiver, but he's going to catch 80 passes. You're still, I mean, well, he caught 80 passes last season. That's unheard of for a running back for the most part. But, you know, that's his skill set. North Turner in town now. I think we can say we're safe for 70, 75. He, Christian McCaffrey can realistically catch just as many passes as Doug Baldwin. No, oh, I, I don't disagree with you there because the biggest thing I'm looking at is I would have even taken LaShawn McCoy because he's going to be the majority of the Bills' offense. I mean, LaShawn McCoy is getting too much hate. There was, oh, you know, this, oh, there's no offense there. Look at the quarterback. He's been dealing with this for how many years? And LaShawn McCoy just continues. <laughs> Since he left Philly, yeah. Yeah, even when he was a Philly, there were some years where he was the offense there and there was nothing else. And I understand he's later in his career, but he's still, it's not like he's 33. And it's not like he's like that far down the road. So I have no problem. If you want to take McCaffrey, I still would have taken McCoy. And the biggest reason, to your point, whether it's McCoy or McCaffrey, you come back in the third round, you still could have had T.Y. Hilton. You could have taken yeah. Stefan Diggs or Jarvis Landry, or Golden Tate, or Josh Gordon, a Coop. Like the wide receivers that were still there and should be there in most third rounds are just they're they're closer to Doug Baldwin than you have the drop off from McCaffrey to LaShawn McCoy down to Joe Mixon. All right, so after McCaffrey goes McCaffrey goes with the next next pick to my man Bob Harris. That makes his start David Johnson Christian and Christian McCaffrey. Love that. No beef with that right there. Then we got Dan okay so now here is when the mistake starts to happen in the experts draft, right? The next pick to go off the board is Rob Gronkowski. So right now so so when when Jake sees Rob Gronkowski go off the board Immediately, his mind is thinking, okay, somebody's going to drop to me. So, Gronk goes in the second. Then we see Shady. And then Tyreek Hill goes to end uh, round two. So, that's a Todd Gurley, Tyreek Hill start. Follow on the turn by uh, Adam Thielen, the wide receiver from the Minnesota Vikings. Young Cardano, what do you think of Tyreek Hill this season? I like him. I think he's going to be as productive as he was last year. And I like the pick at the end of the second round. And, again, I, I am also confused by the Doug Ball pick. I think he's going to be good. But uh-huh. I think... Um, she could have got much better value at that pick. All right, so Tyreek Hill goes, and then you get Adam Thielen on that turn. You're not worried about Pat Mahomes being a second-year second year quarterback getting his first opportunity. Well, we saw Hill do these past two years. He did it with Alex Smith. Alex Smith is in D.C. now. I think, I think he'll still be fine. I think uh, Kareem Hunt will like, lighten the load off Mahomes, and it'll open up opportunities for Hill, especially in, in the running game, too. They could get him involved. All right, so now – Come back around. Uh, Jim McCormick takes Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald would have been there running a half later. That's mistake number two. So now you're pushing somebody else down the board. Then Jerick McKinnon goes off the board. I don't have a problem with Jerick McKinnon as, as running back 13. To me, that's not a real big, that's not too egregious thing. But there's a name that has not been mentioned yet. <laughs> then the next pick, Bob Harris. Listen, I love Bob start with uh, David Johnston and Christian McCaffrey. This is where he ruined it. But this is where he ruined it, Jake. He comes back, he takes... Travis Kelsey, I, the article that I have for the round-by-round guide that, I, that, that I'm writing for the Roto Westbrook exclusive edge package, the third round starts off with this sentence, do not draft Rob Gronkowski or Travis Kelsey in this round. I love Bob Harris to death. He goes Travis Kelsey. Then Jules McClain comes back and makes another mistake. She takes Joe Mixon as RB14. And at this time, Jake, you have to be standing on the table with the sixth pick of the third round 
Devontae Freeman falls in your lap. Now you got the Barkley Freeman start to go along with Mike Evans. When you, listen, people say about draft luck. This is not luck. This is taking advantage of others' mistakes. Yep, and this is you know when you had like the little cue and the draft counter and like the tie like this is basically like it was Jules second second boom Freeman like I was just ready to click <laughs> I couldn't believe it like I'm sitting there like and like, let's be realistic Devontae Freeman was RB thirteen last year in PPR he was also RB thirteen with three missed games Crazy. in a season where the Falcons offense had a lot of struggles last year are they going to get back to what they were two years ago probably not is he going to be back to the number one running back like he was a few years ago definitely not but is he going to be better than RB13? Absolutely. There's no question. The only concern that you have of him not being better than RB13, especially in a PPR, probably right behind Barkley and Kamara, as in RB7-8, is if he misses any time. If he plays 16 games, he's going to be right behind them. Uh, I Like you said, I, I was ready for this pick. I actually put a couple people, actually, after Mike Evans, I had McCaffrey, McCoy. I'm looking at the boards to see who it was. McCaffrey, McCoy, McCoy Thielen, in case all the running backs went and Devontae Freeman were the only four in my queue, and Freeman was sitting there ever since Mike Evans. That's crazy that that happened. So now that's not, this is a pick he would have made in the second round, drops him in the third round, love to start right there. Then we see – well, here's, here's one thing about uh, Devontae Freeman. Once you start getting these concussions, you, in most cases you continue to get them. What I, right. I worry, what I worry about with Freeman is a concussion that sends him to the IR. He's already said he's not going to change his running style. The week he came back from the last, when he missed two weeks, two games last season, he comes up the left sideline, st- sticks his head down, initiate contacts. He said that's the way he's been playing since high school. He's going to continue to play that way, not tripping off concussions. Listen, bottom line is, it could happen again. I worry about him going to the IR because of concussion. But as far as, as long as he's out there, he's on the field, he's going to be one of the main pieces in that offense, and he's going to be at least an RB1 in fantasy. Uh, after that, Corey Benini takes Jordan Howard. That makes his start D-Hop, Leonard Fournette, and Jordan Howard. So you got D-Hop as your wide receiver one. We love that. Uh, young Cardano, what do you think of the running back duo of Leonard Fournette and Jordan Howard? I like it. I think Fournette's going to be stud over there in Jacksonville. And I like Jordan Howard, too. Um, even though Tariq Cohen kind of will relieve him sort of in the passing game, I still think Howard's going to get a massive workload helping out second year Mitch Trubitsky. All right, so then after that, we see T.Y. Hilton goes off the board as the 14th wide receiver. I love T.Y. Hilton. I'm going back in this year. Gary Davenport knows what he's, he's doing. He goes running back, running back with Kareem Hunt and Dalvin Cook. Then he gets T.Y. Hilton to be his wide receiver one. Andrew Luck plays 16 games, and he's healthy. He's good to go. T.Y. Hilton's going to be a top five wide receiver. You could take that to the bank. Here we go. Another tight end in the, in, in, in the third round. So now we get Zach Ertz in the third round. Jake, I just don't like the balance when you take these tight ends early. Jamie Eisenberg's our guy, but whatever, but I, he, he can get it too. Yep. Alvin Kamara, A.J. Green, Zach Ertz. Where's the balance in this roster? Uh, it's not, and the biggest thing you look at is the running backs aren't half bad because you got Kamara, Ronald Jones. Yeah. And Well, no, honestly, then you start writing with a question mark with Marlon Mack as his third. I mean, the, 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 I don't know why people are even on in the Colts' backfield, but the wide receivers, too. Like, A.J. Green, terrific. Mari Cooper, does he step up? Julian Edelman, you're missing the first four weeks. Cooper Cup, he's dealing with, the, the, you know, it's basically a wide receiver by committee. It's just the questions that just build up when you take Ertz there. It's not like it's going to be a bad value for what he's producing. But if Ertz missed two games like he seemingly does every single year, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not even getting the value of the third round. Yeah, exactly. When you build a team like this, this is, this is to me, it looks like Jamie is picking players. Come back around. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with Aaron Bland, Jake. Who is that? I'm not sure either. Okay, cool. So Aaron Bland, he's new to the expert community. 
uh, Odell Beckham, Devontae Adams, uh, and then he has Penny as his RB1. Never seen Penny before. Could be in a battle with Chris Carson. Penny should get that job, though. I don't really have too much of a beef with that. Armando Marshall, he does a good job. Julio Jones, Keenan Allen, Kenyon Drake. I would have wanted to get a running back before Drake to have as my RB1, but for the most part, he's going to have to figure that out off the waiver wire and stuff. But the wide receivers are great because he also adds Allen Robinson on. And then we closed out the third round with the same way we started the third round, a Minnesota Viking wide receiver. But here's the thing, Corey. So. You know I love Rashad Penny. More like The only person who loves him more than me is Emery Hunt. But if you look at it, this is why I get a running back in the first two rounds because despite these starts, Odo Beckham, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Keenan Allen, I love those starts. But now you're talking about Penny and Drake are your RB1s. Yeah, and then you, and you see what ends up happening is you're going to have to go to the waiver wire to find that RB2. Guess what? The other 10 people, people in your league, they're not just going to let you go to the waiver wire and get the <laughs> right. running back that pops. They're going to be bidding on them too. So like I was saying, Young Cardano, the round starts the same way the round ends with Steph Diggs and Adam Thielen. What do you think of if you uh, – this is tough. I think I might ask you this when you was here last week. If you had a preference of Diggs or Thielen, which one would it be? Um – I'd probably go Diggs. I, Thielen was really productive last year, and so was Diggs. But for some reason, I don't trust Adam Thielen again. I don't know what it is. I think Diggs um, just has that more explosive upside. 844-843-6879. Um, Creed 2 is coming out November 21st. Looking forward oh, to that. Oh, it's coming out this year? Yeah, November 21st is the release date of Creed 2. I saw that this huh. morning. I guess I should watch the first one. Oh, Jake, you got to see the first one. It's excellent. Are you I a- never watched. It was one of those ones like you didn't catch it in the theater, and then you kind of just like, do you really want to watch that by yourself? And it's just kind of one of those. It's do- just been sitting there. It's like I got to go watch it. I just haven't. No, it's real good, Jake. Are you a Rocky movie fan? Yeah. Oh, it's going. My favorite you, was my going- favorite was three. My favorite was four. You're going to love Creed. I guarantee you. If you have Hulu, it's Wait. on Hulu. It's oh, hold on. I, I, there's so many. I forgot. To- Wait, four is three or four with the Russian? I love the one with four the Russian. Is, four That's is with the Russian. Okay, yes. After you said four, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. With you. The three, is with, three is with Clubber Lang. I think him and Clubber Lang fought twice. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Young Cardano. You have a girlfriend? As of now, no. Okay, good. And I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Why? Why is that good? Because I'm going to ask him about the shooting, the shot, the shooting shots. Oh, okay. are, you, are you a shooter, a shot shooter? I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so. <laughs> you like to light it up. You like to stroke it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How is your DM game? Um, this is an interesting topic because I'm like debating now over a DM. Yes. It's not terrible, but I wouldn't say I'm the best at it. I have a friend who's just relentless with it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A relentless shot shooter. And you know what? It works, but it fails a lot of the time because it's got to work eventually. But. That's the thing with D, the, the shot, shooting shots through the DM is just like throwing stuff against the wall. At some point, something is going to stick. Right. So now we had this thing <laughs> yesterday, right? Well, I, sh- I shot out, I fired off a direct message, right? The response I got back was the, the blushing face and a thank you. And Jake was like, you might as well have not shot your shot because that's not good enough. So that requires a follow-up. I have yet to follow up, though, because I don't know. First, Cardano, the blushing face and a thank you to the original shot. What do you do with that? Is that... Is that Leave it. Is that leave it alone, or is that go back for more? Now, what what is it? Is this on like Instagram, Snap? Yeah, it's on Instagram. Okay, Instagram. I I think it's worth following up. She responded first of all. Yeah, that's important. It's not like she left you unopened. Um, no, yeah, no, you got to follow up with it. It was a polite move on. I'm telling you, it's a polite move on. <laughs> well, you never know what's going to happen if you don't do anything. And if, if, Cor- if the Cor- second Cor- out there with like in a fishing boat shooting a shotgun into the water. <laughs> <hopefully>. <laughs> 
Oh, Florio has a DM story. So we'll get, all right, Florio, before the BFFs come on, you come up here and then, and then you give us your, your direct message story. All right, so you know what's crazy about the DM? And, and, and I'm glad you said that, left it on open. You ever shoot your shot in a DM and they leave the joint on red? And there's no reply? Mm-hmm. That's that's tough to deal with right there. See, Jake, <laughs> that right there, Jake, when they leave it on red and there's no reply, Jake, that's like, okay, I'm clearly, that's take your ball and go home at this point. Yeah, that that's just a rejection without having the stones to reject somebody these days. Yeah. Interesting. It's, I mean, I don't know. Is that worse than it's there and they never read it? Like, they just saw it and they're like, they just deleted it just to not even waste the time? Well, that one right there is like, but see, then, but then you see that can write that. You can see how you can ego that one. You can be like, oh, well, she never, she don't check her DM. She never saw it. You can just say that. I think, I, mean? I think the whole like stereotyping with the DM is kind of off, especially for like the guy, because okay. just girls think like, oh, you slid my DMs. They think some of them will think it's like creepy. Yeah. So like. I don't know. I think getting on red is worse than just like them not seeing it at all, just because. Yo, you're getting on, leaving it on red is like I I looked in my DM and it happens. I checked it, and I I'm not replying to this. Which is that 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 can crush your ego, but you got to battle back through that one. So, would you like to? Do you want to? Would you you like us to help you craft this DM, or you think you or you gonna leave it private and do it on your own? Oh no, I got this. All right, you got Got this bag. Jake, you know, I would have gave him some pointers. You know what I'm saying, Jake? I've been sliding in DMs for a long time, Jack. There's a good question by Chris in the chat. Would you rather get left on red or lose your first round pick in a money league? Oh, man. I'd rather get, <laughs> I'd rather get left on red. <laughs> I'd rather get left on red. Because you get left on red, it's not whatever. It, it happens. See, to be honest with you, most shots you shoot in the DM, it's a good chance you're going to get left on red or not, or not have it done, period. You feel what I mean? Or just whatever. That's how a lot of people are going to take it. You know, they're just the females be like, because they, listen, I don't mind female ladies. If you want to DM me, I'm not going to leave <laughs> And that's you. the thing. It doesn't work like that. I'm not going to leave it's you It's always the dude who's got to do the well, DM. You got, that's the thing. You got to take the first shot. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to see if we can get a, a young lady in here to help walk us. We still got this draft to break down, though. Plus, we want to get you on the telephones, 844-846-879. We should be able to get one of the uh, restaurant staff. Yeah. <laughs> you, to see if you can get oh, their oh, opinion. I've never had a conversation with her before, though. I don't know. That would be a good. That would be a good one to oh, ask Corey, though. To right ask here. what they think. My God, I was sliding her DM. Oh no, then again, no, no, I would. <laughs> she is a little bit lacking in the backside area. All right, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Turn on Tuesday, fancy football frenzy. We're gonna get back into some um some of the draft. We'll get Florio up here, and in the break, I'll go if I find a young lady. Teach us the proper DM etiquette. Fancy football frenzy. We all shooters. No Matt Medica today. Got young Cardano in here holding it down for him. Some of the players that went off the board in the fourth round um, started to see some quarterbacks go off the board in round four. I'm going to bring that up to Jake. I want to talk to Jake about that because, like I told you all the end of last year, I would, I'm going to experiment with drafting quarterbacks earlier than normal this year. I think, um, I, think I got it covered. Oh, this is uh, Jay-Z, friend of foe. This was classic right here. Bona, thank you very much, sir. Take us out on this one. It's the Fancy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? 
Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Four four eight four three six eight seven nine fantasy football frenzy on a lovely Tuesday afternoon here in Midtown Manhattan. Sun shining bright. Coeds is out. Talking fantasy football with you guys. Couldn't be happier. Mike Florio over there. He's from the fantasy best friends forever. The BFFs. They be coming up next. Before we get to Florio, and I think I got one of the young ladies going to come in here and teach us some DM etiquette. But they was all shy. Shorty was like. Oh, I don't have a good voice. I don't have a good voice either. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's not. It's not. This is not. It's not the 50s. You don't need a good voice to do it. You need to be entertaining, have good information, and in in whatever. Unless you're Mike Cousin, don't you? Nah. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Deshaun Watson in the fourth round of fantasy drafts, Jake. If he's there in four, more than likely, I'm going with him. I want him in five or six better. I like that better. I'm not saying I'm going to pull the trigger every time. But, Jake, I want Deshaun Watson on my fantasy teams this year because I messed up last year when I was on him and didn't have him nowhere. He ends up tearing the ACL. We get that. But this kid right here, Jake, I'm going in. I'm all in, Jake. Uh, if I told you Aaron Rodgers was playing 16 games, would you take Aaron Rodgers in the fourth round? I want to do it with, I want to do it with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun no, Watson was the first quarterback point. off like, the board in this draft. He was, but that's my point is he needs to be Aaron Rodgers before. And I know you have the small sample, but I don't know how many times we have to keep saying it. And it's not the fact that people are going to struggle. Carson Wentz actually took a step forward his second year. So did Jared Goff, but they also weren't coming off of what Deshaun Watson did in his rookie season. So you got to look at it from all angles. And the fact is former football players will tell you this analysts, myself, everybody will tell you that anybody who knows anything about the NFL knows the second year is the toughest year for a quarterback because now the NFL knows you and the NFL is looking for ways to stop. You don't think that everybody in that division and everybody with the Houston Texans little logo on their schedule hasn't been trying to figure out a way how to stop Deshaun Watson this year. And the fact is, is as soon as somebody figures it out, at least how to contain them, it's the copycat league. Everybody's going to do the exact same thing until Deshaun Watson adjusts. And that's not saying Deshaun Watson can't be successful. That's not saying Deshaun Watson can't be the number one quarterback in fantasy football, just like Cam Newton before him, because arguably he's a better passer than Cam Newton. Like similarly, we can go down the whole Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick route in another, another day, but I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just never going to invest in a quarterback before the fifth round. And even then I'm hesitant in the fifth round to take Aaron Rodgers. and Aaron Rodgers, We at least have, we know nobody's stopping Aaron Rodgers. They try to, and they still can't stop Aaron Rodgers. I don't know beef with that. That's a, that's a lot of good stuff right there to all break down and unpack. And Jake did a nice but I'm not going to tell you. Here's the t- same thing, though, Corey. Is I'm not going to do it, and I'm not going to say you're an idiot to do yeah, it. Yeah, so if you want to take him at the end of the fourth round, if he puts up the Cam Newton season where Cam Newton for the one time only threw for 30 touchdowns, Cam Newton blew away the quarterback position. It wasn't even close to the next quarterback. So if he puts together a season like that, you're going to look smart for have taken that risk in the fourth round. I had Cam but, Newton in one dr- league that year, but I got him yeah. in the 18th. But that's exactly. that same, that same I, draft, I, I, I took Rodgers in the fourth. I took him in the flex. I and, took him in flex at the end of the flex draft. There you go. That's the same thing. But here's the thing is the, the, that's what my point was going to be. The cost wasn't there to spend. You didn't exactly. have to spend the fourth rounder to get I him. get it. I get it 100%. Mike Florio, what's going on, my man? You tell us you have a DM story. 
Yeah, it's not me, but I know someone well, you who. Sure, it's not you. It's not me. I can okay. promise you that. Oh yeah, but I know it's, someone it's, it's, it's who. It's for a friend. To going in DMs <laughs> to a different direction. Oh, he was going DMs to a different direction. How? Uh, basically, his move was any girl he met could be a coworker, a friend, however he would meet you. He gets your number. Yeah. He'd hit you up like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah. He'd write back, "Oh, not much, whatever." Boom, unsolicited meat mail every right time. On, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not his. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Unsolicited meet me before you before you say hello before like, you're like literally the hello text, boom the second text is an unsolicited meet mail yes and wow. he did this it was one of those things like we all knew he was doing it we didn't realize how often he was doing it <laughs> and until one day he did it to I guess the wrong girl and she posted on like her Instagram story oh like a screenshot with his face in it wow and then like sent a picture of him her DMing it to like his job and stuff. Wow. And like a bunch of girls writing, like I got one too. I got one. It was her Instagram story was like ten pictures long of just people saying he's done that to me. You listen, you do not. I I told y'all yesterday, fellas, unsolicited meat mails do not. It doesn't work. <laughs> it does not work. You don't want it there's, floating around. There's the, a sitcom on TV that did this, Corey. I forget what it was. Was it Seinfeld? I forget <laughs> what it was. It's the one where the guy just while the person they get back to the the lady's place. And while she goes to the kitchen or something like that, whatever, to get a drink or yeah. coffee or whatever, he just strips down naked onto the couch <laughs> and said it like works like one out of four times. And like that was his whole point. It's like ever so often. And she comes out and she's like, eh, all right. I mean, since we're here, Florio, did he ever did he have any success with these unsolicited meat mails? He says he did. Yeah. We, we have to believe that it at some point in time worked because otherwise he would have probably stopped this approach. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I think he was shooting a low percentage, but he had some success. <laughs> That's right. So he was just like, I'm gonna keep doing this. Oh well, I think I oh, think it's, it was Corey. It was how I met your mother. That's it what was it the was. Naked that, man. They call the naked yeah. man. Yeah. Oh wow, that's <laughs> crazy, son. It's a, it's a lot of unsolicited meat mails flying around campus, young Cardano. I don't want to talk about it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's uh -oh. something that I should be talking about here, but you sent one. No, no. <laughs> that was that was a shaky no. <laughs> that was a shaky no. Maybe. <laughs> like I said, fellas, listen. Unsolicited meat mail always a bad idea. Yesterday, Matt and Jake were saying that meat mail period is a bad idea. But if someone solicits a meat mail, I do have one that I can fire off. You know what I'm saying? This guy would he would so his thing that he would made take it worse. New ones every day. No, no, no. He had a video that I saw the screenshot video. of, and. He had a, the Snapchat flowers around his head. <laughs> so he saved the video on Snapchat on his phone and would send it to people. With the snap, with the, with the thought, flowers with around, the his, head. around yeah, his head. Yeah. That's, that's new well, age right would, there. He, he would send a new video every time? or would it be no, 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 no. He saved same, Apparently he saved it and would just send the same one, which means he Corey. did it on Snapchat, uh -huh. saved it, and then, and then fired keep, that joint off. Yeah. I love it. No, next, t tell Forrest because he doesn't have headphones on. Next level would be to do that thing around the head except put it around. Oh, yeah. There. Put the flower. <laughs> yeah, the, Jason, the next level would be put the flower, oh you know, emoji. <laughs> Honestly, I only saw a screenshot of the video. That may have happened. I don't know. That's wild. I, I have to meet him. I, I don't think him. you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you might get an unsolicited one. I, no, no, not, no, don't have him send. No, listen, don't send me your junk in, in, my, in my inbox. Y'all keep that away. Well, thank you, Mike Flory. Are you getting ready for the BFFs? Yeah. What y'all going to be talking about today? Uh, we're going to do baseball and answer some mailbag questions. Oh, that's fun. Oh, cool. There you go. Don't steal the meat mail idea. <laughs> That's all you, Corey. <laughs> a new segment of BFFs. I know, right? <laughs> I just couldn't see the BFFs because they all got girlfriends. You feel what I'm saying? 
And dudes with girlfriends, they don't shoot shots and they don't they don't send unsolicited meat mails. Wait, none of none of them are engaged yet. Nah, none of them. I think Greg might be secretly married on the low, but none of them are engaged. Yet. <laughs> none of them are engaged. He's secretly yet. married. You have to guess like he- one of us that would do it on the side. I want to know who your guess would if be. If somebody was to send a meat mail, like somebody was to fire a meat mail off to their old lady, without a hundred percent. Without a shadow of a doubt, it would be Greg Sussman. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. I'm, Greg has a meat mail on his phone. He has a meat mail in his phone. I guarantee you, Greg. I guarantee does. you, Greg is downstairs right now, like angry. He's like, how did he know I have a meat? Not mail angry, on my phone? just coming on, t- just to defend myself. <laughs> Greg, do you have a meat mail in your phone? Absolutely not. You have never, you never, have, never in my life have I taken one. You've never taken a meat mail. No, sir. All right. So if, no, Ju- see, if Judy was to ask for a meat mail, you would be like, I forget. No, not gonna happen. I didn't say that. Oh, okay, there you go. So he's not, he's not, he's not against it. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I, no. Do what, you, you know, do what you got to do, right? Yeah, there you go. Do what you got to uh, do. See, that changes my, I was going to say, Corey, I was, if you told me of the three, I was going to say Florio, because I feel like if the girl, at, like if his girl asked for it, he'd yeah. be like, oh, okay, shy, like, all right, little ha, 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 funny, funny. Like, that's who I could see doing it. But now that Greg said that, that, that changes it. Let me ask you, let, let me ask you, that, that, it makes it, would you do it? If your old, do you have a meat mail on your phone? I do not have one in my phone. But if your old lady was like, send me a meat mail, you would oblige. Snapchat exists for a reason. Okay, you just do See? it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, sure. <laughs> I said you asked for it. Uh, Lance Davis said, what about peach mail? I get those. A lot of them. I got a phone full of these joints, right? Peach mail is the... You have your own photo album? I, have, like... I do. I can set up... I can I, Listen, sometimes I'd be like, listen, oh, I got all your stuff, baby. <laughs> She'd be like, I lost mail, my phone. Man. I don't have my it's pictures. I'd be like, I got all of your joints. <laughs> all right, so we better talk about some fancy football for me. Yeah. Thanks a lot, um, Florio. I told her, I told the girl to come in here, um, but that, that was six minutes ago. She ain't come in here yet, so... Cool. All right, so let's get back to this draft. Fantasy football experts draft. On that took place last night, the football diehards joint. Nick Bakai. Who's Nick Bakai? Okay. Okay. Who's, who's Nick Bakai, Jake? Celebrity. That's what I thought it was. Okay. And then you have, that's why this team sucks. Then you have Jim, <laughs> and then you have Jim McCormick. That's uh, Jim is with ESPN still, right? Uh, yeah, he does a lot of things, but mainly ESPN. Did you notice? Well, yeah, did you notice who Nick Bakai took it at the end of the fourth round? Yeah, Jimmy Graham. In the fourth round. That's crazy. I, I, 100%. That's, when I saw that, that, that's why I started going through the list of the names of the people. But um, here's the proof, Corey, because I, I want to make sure we get to this before we get out of here, cause especially for the YouTube, because we've been talking so much about two of these guys for the past two weeks. And to say that despite the fact I'm off them, I don't want them on my team, but when the value is there, you have to take it. Look at my fourth-round pick and look at my sixth-round pick. It's Jarvis Landry and Carryon Johnson, and I don't want either one of them. Yeah, you're right. And those are the players that you're not in on. So why'd you take them? The value because was too good best, to pass up? Yeah, the value at that point. Wide receiver 22 for Jarvis Landry in a full-point PPR, despite the fact I think Josh Gordon's going to be better, is still too much to pass up. And then Garyon Johnson, if you look at his 30th running back off the board, it, you know, I don't like because I think he's just going to be Amir Abdullah and it's going to be 12 to 17 touches any given week. But as my RB3 in a PPR in the what, like I said, the middle of the sixth round, I mean, that's where, you know what, I'll I'll bite the bullet. And I'll take carry on Johnson there, because if I'm wrong and he is better than that, and he, well, Garrett Blunt's only getting three carries a game. There's going to be upside there. He can be your flex because you remember this team already has Saquon Barkley and Devontae Freeman. So Johnson's right. an additional piece for you. So you really ain't got have to worry about it too much. Hey, Young Cardano, who are you, some of your favorite rookies going into the season? I, I like Carryon Johnson. I, I think he'll be more than what Amir Abdullah was. Um, the only thing I worry about, and this is a PPR, is his Patrick, Cas- 
catch passing ability just because pass catching ability just because of Theo Riddick's presence, and that's kind of what Theo Riddick does. He's only really pass catch. Are you checking out those girls over there? Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. See, no. Mike, this is this is the problem with working with Core. We need like a blinder. I, right I was looking trying to check them out Florio. too, but. But this, uh, Florio, you, had, can, you can walk faster than that, Florio. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my goodness. All right, so Nick Bakai, okay, Jim McCormick <laughs> from ESPN. Uh, who's Bobby Gomes, Jake? I don't know Bobby Gomes. You already asked that. I don't know. Oh, you don't know him either. Okay, cool. Bob Harris, the legend, of course, obviously. Jules McClain. High, high. Oh, no, you asked about Bland. Yeah, I don't, know, okay. I don't know who either of those guys are. Jules McClain, high stake, of course, Jake Seeley, Corey Benini, been doing it for years, Gary Davenport, the human being that I love. Uh, Jamie Eisenberg, our guy from the Flex, Aaron Bland, Armando Machal, and the homegirl, and the homie Jim, and the homie, and the homie Jen Ryan. What happened to Shorty, Florio? He said no. Excuse me. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. I need to get some people with some more personality. Bobby Gomes. It just says a daily fantasy sports pro on Twitter. That's okay. all it says. And then our homegirl Jen Ryan, who also works for football diehard, Jen always does a fabulous job. Some more of the picks in. Uh, you go through round five now. Darius Geis goes in round five, as, as well as Dion Lewis. Dion Lewis. Jake, man, this Dion Lewis and Derrick Henry thing, Jake, this is giving me nightmares. <laughs> as it should. Like, this could easily be 50 50 split exactly. the entire season. Right and down one, the middle. Yep. And one week it'll be Dion Lewis, and next week it'll be Derrick Henry, and then it'll be Derrick Henry and Dion Lewis. And there'll be weeks where they both have value, and there'll be weeks where only one does and the other one's miserable. I mean, honestly, this kind of goes back to. No, I was going to say the Falcons, but that doesn't. No, the Falcons were too good. There was weeks where you could start both of them. I can't see that ever happening with these two. How would you? How do you attack running back committees, young Cardano? Just in general? Yeah. Well, I mean, in a PPR, I would definitely draft Lewis first. I think he's going to be um, fantastic PPR asset. I don't think Derek, Derek Henry is going to have a great year. I think he's going to get the majority of the workload. I just don't think he'll be as value in PPR aside from touchdowns. I'm a Derrick Henry guy, to be honest with you. So, are you are you going to invest? Are you willing to? So, like, you, are you going to avoid this situation? Or are you be looking to invest in it? The specific situation, I'll invest in. But okay. some of the other running back committees, I don't like. I think just as long as they both stay healthy, they'll be both very valuable. My, well, I, that's not probably not that's probably not nice to say this, but my thing is um, somebody to get. <clears throat> but I don't want to wish injury on nobody. Let's <laughs> call my mom. I hope everything. If you know me, don't call this time of day. So I guess we got to go ahead and sign off with YouTube. I tried to help us out, fellas, and get a female's perspective on the um, DMs and stuff like that. But, you know, as we continue to progress through the um, figure it out. Young Cardano, I hope, I wish you well. Bye, YouTube. Goon Squad, holla at me. Thanks for checking us. You know what I'm saying? Young Cardano, um, you, how many days are you going to be here the rest of the week? Uh, just this week. I'll be here next week, though. Dude, so today's your only day here this week. Yeah. Next week when you come back, we need an update on my DMs. Your DMs. The DMs. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And not an update on your BMs. <laughs> oh man, I like that strong style. And then your comment, Derrick Henry lives matter. You're right. Derrick Henry would deserve opportunity over average over five, four average over four yards to carry his first two years in the league, being a part time player. Why would you go get? Deion Lewis. I don't understand why they did that to me, Jake, but it is what it is. You said it was going to happen, they know too. What, yeah, because they know what Derrick Henry is. A beast? No, he's a good power option. He needs to, be, he needs to stay in what he is. He's the power option. He's a 
he's better than people think as a pass catcher, but he's still, if you look at him, if you get him in the backfield or before he gets to the line of scrimmage, he can get tripped up. He also tries to be elusive and go side to side when he just, that's the biggest issue is too, is he should just run straight ahead. Let's look at the late at the end of the season where he had that easy, you know, get two or three yards up the middle and he tried to bounce it outside and got tackled for a loss. Oh, all right. Jake, I'm talking some of my other players that you, you I see you draft. Carson Wentz is your only quarterback on this team. This is yeah, I was eighteen round was, draft. You'll get one in free agency. Well, you know who didn't get drafted in the eighteen rounds? Who? Dak Prescott. Oh, well, there you go. So there, so there you go. Well, there's your championship winning quarterback would be Dak Prescott. And then you'll have to I apologize was actually, to I me. Was, I, I had Philip Rivers or Jameis Winston queued up, but they both went right around when I was considering taking them. But that, I actually tweeted that out last night. If you're going to keep giving me Carson Wentz in the ninth round, I wait on quarterbacks as much as anybody. Yep. But I'll own a hundred percent of Carson Wentz if you're going to keep giving me. I, I keep getting him in the ninth round. I love it. What do you think about Carson Wentz this year, young Cardinal? I love him coming off that ACL injury. I think he's going to be just what he was last year. Can you start like? Can or would you would you think? Or would you be comfortable going in to a, a season with him as your only quarterback on your roster? I mean, I'd like to get another guy, but I mean, in Jake's situation, I think it's I think it's a good move. I so like you just it. go pick up sales. So say something happened, you just go pick Again, up Nick Foles. If you could get Dak Prescott. But I don't well, think he's going to be good. I know, there, Ty- I know you think yeah. he's good. I don't think he's going to be that good. But in yeah, your but case, I mean, you Dak could take is him. out there. Tyrod and Baker are out there. Like I, I, Sam Bradford is out there. If I need a one week for what for first week of the season, yeah, there's just, people out there. You know, um, you 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 know that Dak Prescott has had the two his first two seasons have been better than Cam Newton's last two seasons. Interesting. All right, cool. Just want to put you in on that. And what in what regard? New Jake was going. I just let that slide. <laughs> <laughs> you, Jake, you look at completion percentage. Oh wow! <laughs> and QB and QBR. Yeah. All right, fantasy football friends. Yeah. Get on a Tuesday. Thanks for rocking with us. We'll come back tomorrow, and um, Matt Medica should return. All in kid to be here closer and closer to the launch of the Roto Experts exclusive edge fantasy football package. The fantasy football best friends forever. Up next. Yeah. Yeah.